0: good morning good afternoon and good evening and welcome to the season keepers the show where the only two people we recommend keeping for the season is us my name's matt aka clean sheet wipeout my name's james aka sk james fpl i almost forgot who we were there james yeah you did (laughs) Um,
1: but well we're definitely the season keepers
0: not not quite sure why i was kind of in the process of reading um frank ff stuff's website which obviously we're gonna uh get stuck into shortly and yeah just forgot what i was saying there um (laughs) how was your sky week mate uh it was okay um yeah it was okay (laughs) yeah i think that probably sums up most people's sky weeks and probably the sky weeks post overhaul which we'll come on to shortly about you know the stagnation and kind of ranks and stuff but um i think what we want to do is get stuck into the games as we always do kind of game by game tier by tier have a little rundown look at upcoming captaincies and then also look at potential moves because um, we've got some questions in and obviously teams such as Chelsea now become kind of at the front of our decision-making. But uh, first things first, James, Friday night fixture, under the lights, 2-0 win. Southampton 2 and Norwich 0.
1: Yep, great great stuff um, for us Saints fans and pretty good stuff. My... my um sky team because i my stronger team i went for ward prowse who hit tears and you did yeah, just obviously <laughs> broyer who was probably the main alternative didn't
0: yeah i, I was a little bit annoyed because um i, I went broyer and he had a really good chance he should have scored um but didn't and it was one of those kind of bitty games and i hadn't noticed how close prowse he was until I got home and I saw it. He'd you just assumed 60. he didn't hit it. Yeah, I just thought <laughs> he he wasn't as involved as he usually is. Um, he was kind of coming back, uh, kind of sitting in front of the defenders, picking up the ball and just playing it out. And you can see that by the fact he had no shots and no tackles. It was quite an easy game for him. But in doing that, it almost felt that he was kind of taking a, a little bit easier. Um, and then that meant that, yeah, he wasn't picking up the ball. The fact Rame, you know, picked up more passes than him, and more tackles kinda of says how involved he was compared to Prowsey. So yeah, it was a little bit annoying, but it was only a, a two point swing, so I can't really complain about it. Um as for Norwich, they were poor and we're never gonna consider them in Sky James, so uh I think we just move on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So uh we move on to a game in which we had a decision to make for uh for the Saturday. Generally it was what, Kane versus Cancelo. Those that went Kane were rewarded it was Leeds nil Spurs four yep in my case
1: it was Cancelo or Son and I went Son because of the I don't know I just had a fear of Cancelo not playing in the evening kickoff I don't like sort of captaining players in the evening kickoffs mm. or the later kickoffs when I've got a good fixture with some team use yeah. so it's a certainty isn't it and, um, yeah, I was, I was relatively happy with it. It's good, good performance from Son. It was. Uh, pretty much match Kane apart from the man of the match. I yeah,
0: because he obviously picked up um, shot tier two, whereas Kane didn't pick up a single tier. Got himself a goal and an assist, but, yeah, that was it. And then the man of the match performance. You've also got um, Kulusevski in your second team, don't you? I do, yeah. And Great I was, little shout I was
1: very, very happy with that. Um, one of the eight people in the yeah. top... Okay, that had him at that
0: point. Good man. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. When I saw, like, we discussed about it and you said, yeah, I've brought him in. it's like, fuck, you know, okay, fair play. But he looks a good player. Yeah, yeah, very good player. I've been
1: impressed since the first, I think the first game um, that I've seen him play. I was just very impressed with his touch, mm. his delivery and his shooting. Um, he nearly uh, scored a second goal
0: um, yeah. with Meslier, identical to the first, but it was a good save. It was, yeah, it was very good. I was, I was very impressed by Spurs, but it was almost expected. Um, given they were playing, you know, a leads that yeah. were under the management of Marcelo Bielsa, but this game saw the end of him. Yes, it did, and I think if they weren't on the back off the back of
1: like two or three pastings, I think a lot more people would have captained a City player. Yeah. I think we sort of smelt blood, really, yeah. um, and that's why we all went for sort of Spurs players, and yeah, it paid off. And it's, I'm sad to see Bielsa go. Um, Likewise. Yeah, very much enjoyed their football. and
0: I'm going to miss the translator
1: more than anything.
0: Yeah, it's a good old translator <laughs>
1: there every every week. Love, um, love yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they play now. Maybe that might make some of their players different or more interesting in terms of Sky.
0: Yeah, Maybe I'm... a few
1: more defenders picking up passing tier, tackle tier. Who knows?
0: Exactly. And I'm hoping it sees an improvement in Rafinha, for instance, because... He's sitting there as an asset with me at the moment, and I don't really want to move him on. Um, he's obviously got an upcoming double, um, technically for Sky. So I'm hoping that pays off holding him. But yeah, um, he looked a bit out of sorts in this one.
1: Yeah, uh, it is a tough game for them. But yeah, hopefully new manager, he'll get reinvigorated. Although I say hopefully, I I, I don't own him in either team, so I hope he does shit.
0: <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it, it does feel weird. when I own him, he does fuck all and then when I sell him that's when he goes in the hole so I'm just I'm just keeping him for now.
1: Yeah, if you sell him he's going off.
0: 100%. <laughs> exactly. Um so let's move on to the next game and not many of us are going to have any assets from this but we'll, we'll quickly touch on it anyway. Um mainly for the nine saves of David Raya it was uh Brentford nil at Newcastle 2.
1: Yeah, yeah, gr- great amount of saves for Raya and the Brentford goal. Um don't think I'll be looking at Players from either of these teams, to be honest. Uh obviously you do have Norgard, but even he didn't deliver this game um in terms of his normal tackle tier. Um Joel Linton was the only player to hit tackle tier. Obviously, he's now playing in the center of midfield, and we know how Newcastle midfielders like their tackles. Yeah. Will Willick just shy, obviously scored a goal. Um I imagine he'd be quite a decent differential. So obviously you've got Newcastle got a bit of a glut of games coming up, so you could hop onto them.
0: Exactly. And and we we did both just say that we wouldn't, but Newcastle, I think, are a team that we really have to consider because obviously I think it's Thursday the 17th. They've got that single against Everton. Um, I think I'd rather Newcastle player
1: that I would yeah, Everton
0: yeah. play. Yeah, 100%. And I think with with Newcastle's little run that they've got coming up, why not if you are chasing someone like a Willock, could be a good option or if you're looking for maybe the uh, the daisy chain you could always go from like pope to debravka for instance cover off the newcastle games and then move him on i think there are options for for newcastle to to take a punt for a couple of weeks particularly obviously newcastle play on the uh, thursday the 10th um so that might be a, a decent little hop on point um and then yeah. post that the only issue is the fact that Obviously, there's then games on the Saturday. They don't play till the Sunday, which is away at Chelsea. It's tough. But then they do have, again, the next double, which is the the Thursday night. So, for me, uh, a Pope to Dubravka is, is quite a possibility because I expect he could get, you know, at least saved here against Chelsea. That Everton game could very well keep a clean sheet. And if he keeps a clean sheet, possible man of the match. So, that's worth a consideration in my books.
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, from the Everton side, I don't think I'll be going anywhere near there. I, I'm definitely not Calvert-Lewin, if I put it that way. Uh, burnt too many times by him. Um, let's move swiftly on to the next game, which was Ballis, Palace Burnley. <sighs> Do
0: we have to? Um, <laughs> it was it was annoying because, obviously, you have got Nick Pope. And, um, yeah, he picked himself up, uh, safety tier one, but didn't get the clean sheet that we were probably expecting.
1: Yeah, a bit of a shame. Um I am also on Veghorst in my good team as well. So I expected maybe at least a shot tier mm. out of this and
0: to get nothing was was pretty disappointing. Yeah, it's was frustrating, wasn't it? I think yeah, it was nothing for Gallagher games. as well. No, exactly. Worth yeah, he was he was a tackle away from tackle tier, which seems to be the case quite often, except for maybe when they're chasing the game and he seems to pick up three or four tackles in the last like 10, 15 minutes. But, yeah, it wasn't the case this time around. And um, he was kind of rested um, midweek in the FA Cup, obviously came on. But hopefully that is, that's a positive sign in that he should be a fit and firing for the weekend. I hope so. Um, and then moving on to uh, Man United. And if you hadn't already moved off of your United assets, I expect you probably should be now. It was Man United nil, Watford nil.
1: Yeah, I'm on Bruno Fernandes. And, yeah, just shot to you obviously one pass away from passing tier as well as I yeah, was I've seen that pretty pretty disappointed. I've only just realized that now <laughs> the passing tier. Uh I thought it was further away. But, the um teeth. yeah yeah I expected a return an attack and return against Watford but yeah nothing. Um on the Watford side Foster got a clean sheet and say tier Sosoko got tackled here. But yeah you're know, you're not going anywhere near Watford and maybe you shouldn't even go anywhere near Man United at the moment
0: yeah and I think you've probably got a real decision to make because obviously Man United don't play till this Sunday um, and they're away at Man City so the decision could be do you just forget about that and move to a player that you potentially want for the future game weeks that could possibly play on the Saturday or do you then Keep taking the risk of, I'll hold them for one more game. I'll hold them for one more week. I think it's tricky because, obviously, you've got the hop-on point on the Thursday for maybe the likes of Chelsea. If you've got the team set up in a certain way, you could maybe go Bruno to a Chelsea defender, for instance. But you have to have four in midfield to be able to do that. So I think there's a real decision with those with three in midfield. Do you do that or do you then hold until, say, Saturday the 12th when they play Spurs? And then move on to those playing on the Sunday. Ah, I think it's quite a tough, tough decision. It was easy with Ronaldo because we had that perfect point. But Bruno, I think it was trickier.
1: Yeah, it is tough. And I think what I'm more likely to do is probably get rid of him ahead of this Saturday and then pick one of those teams playing on the Saturday.
0: Yeah, I think Um, you won't be the only one.
1: Even a Chelsea double up Hmm. because inevitably people are going to get one Chelsea asset. But then that kind of removes the advantage. I
0: think you have to have a of two if you go in there. So yeah. then I
1: might I may go two. So I think it, uh, Thiago Silva and a Mount or Thiago Silva and a Rudiger. I think Rudy, um,
0: Rudiger and Thiago Silva is probably going to be the most popular double up. And I expect if you go one, you'll probably go two. I don't
1: think many will go two. I think a lot will go one. I reckon about 80% of people will have one Chelsea defender. Oh, yeah. And easily. Then yeah, yeah, comfortably. Probably about... 45% may have to, maybe 30% may have to.
0: Okay. It's definitely, so we can keep an eye on Frank's site about um, team ownership yeah, and whatnot. But yeah, I think it's going to be a really interesting period for uh, for Chelsea assets. Um, I mean, it's a
1: great double, isn't
0: it? Oh yeah, 100%, really good. Moving on then to um, the Brighton fixture, and I've just seen the amount of passes that Lewis Dunk made, albeit in a in 2-0 a loss. It was Brighton nil, Aston Villa 2.
1: Yeah, you can't you can't blame him. He he was trying. He's he's done enough passes. Um, 114
0: <laughs> passes. Jesus. Fucking
1: hell. That's about that's more than the whole of probably Villa's defense and midfield.
0: Yeah, yeah. Easily. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so.
1: It's absolutely ridiculous. Um yes, but if you haven't already moved off of uh, a Brighton player, you probably have, if, especially if you had Webster.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd recommend moving off of them because well
0: mate
1: <laughs> you Probably not on Dunk because he was injured. You might be on Veltman, possibly. I guess you could stay on them just because they do still tick over with the Parsons here for quite yeah. a cheap price.
0: That that's the thing, and obviously they they've got three games in the next two weeks. They've got Newcastle, hmm. but then it's Liverpool at home and Tottenham at home, and I think they're going to be tougher games. And I don't, yeah. e- I don't expect them to get. Passing against Liverpool because shouldn't. of the press. Yeah, they
1: shouldn't do. They
0: shouldn't have that much of the ball. So they'll have a lot of the ball they... against Spurs. They they always mm. seem to. But yeah, I don't think they'll have a lot of the ball against Liverpool. So you're really gambling there. And like you said, yeah, if if you're on one, I'd maybe be looking to to find a good hop off point to the likes of Chelsea. You know, mm. moving forward because I think the assets are just better, and you're gonna yeah. get you're gonna get consistent ten pointers probably. Whereas. You're chasing five points, I think, with Brighton at the moment.
1: Yeah, agreed. I think if you can afford the upgrade to a Chelsea defender, then you're not just getting the bonus tiers, but you're also getting clean sheets, which yeah. I don't think you'll have with Brighton.
0: No, agreed. All right, and then jumping on to what was quite a controversial finish to the game, but it was good for those that are obviously holding Man City defensive assets. It was Everton nil, Man City one.
1: Yeah, good good. Good performance for uh, Man City assets. Laporte, Diaz, uh, Rodri all hitting tier two two passing. Um, even Pickford coming away with seven saves. Quite impressive. Yeah. Uh, was a bit... The game was closer, closer than I expected, to be honest. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Expected Man City to win by two or three, to be honest. And obviously, it wasn't the case. And they nearly actually drew the game. Um, controversial decision. Very. And one, obviously, Everton could feel aggrieved about. But yeah, it's another win for, for City. And a uh, very good pick for Phil Foden owners, if anyone's on him. That's, that's a great shout.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think I, I was a little bit frustrated because obviously Laporte was one tackle away from um, tackle tier one. And a lot of people sold him. I, I chose to I keep did. him. I know, exactly. (laughs) I chose to keep him for this game just because I thought it would be comfortable for them at the back. Um, I didn't expect it to be as close as it was, like you've just said, but I thought he'd keep a clean sheet. So I'd be missing out on a minimum of 10, and it could have been even better. I think we certainly got away with it, though, um, is non cancello captainers, because it was one shot away from shot tier, two passes away from a passing tier, and one tackle (laughs) away from tackle tier. So that's a potential six six pointer there and obviously those that captain him, it's an extra 12 points for them so the mm. gain that we made on kane could have been instantly wiped out if he had hit all three of those tiers yeah by margins there but that's what uh, you can do isn't it that's what cancello does and that's why i'm not open to selling him at all in this game oh uh, no no chance then moving on to the uh the sunday fixture um there was obviously a decision between whether we go with a jared bowen or whether we go with the uh, the Wolves defender and looking at it, should have gone with the Wolves defender, even though they lost one nil. two was in there for Max Kilman. It was uh, West Ham one, Wolves nil.
1: Yes, it was, and uh, I I went for Bowen. I just I feel like I couldn't. i feel I stupid did. if yeah. West Ham scored with Bowen returning and Kilman obviously not having a return. It would have agreed. Yeah, it would have hurt too much. So I didn't even think about it much. No, it just, was pretty much straight on Bowen.
0: Yeah, it just wasn't worth it. Whereas, you know, the likes of Kilman at the moment, he's been ticking over quite nicely and it was good to see him getting past some tiers. So for those that aren't on him, obviously we've kind of gained four points there. And um, it, wasn't, it wasn't too bad that the question now mm. is what do we do with kind of those, those Wolves assets? Because they've got this double, obviously Palace and Watford coming up. I think they're good fixtures. And then it's Everton away leads at home, I think. Yeah. So, I had penned in to move Kilman on, but I'm not sure I can at the moment.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to think of when I could hop off. Uh, Maybe after that Everton... Nah, but then you've got the game against Leeds. Yeah. Which I will need for cup coverage as well, because I don't have a Leeds player.
0: Exactly. I've I've got Rafinha for that one. So, it it depends on what I see from them as to whether Mm -hmm. I do then move off post that Everton game. But... I think it's tough. It's a tough call. And in... I think you, you,
1: we people should probably, if in doubt, keep him. Yeah. Because Wolves' defense have been quite strong, and I don't think there's many defenses,
0: especially at that price, that uh, can match them. Exactly, and and they're consistent. That's that's the thing, you know. And their games are always tight. cheap. Exactly. Yeah. So at his price and the value and the points that he's getting, I think yeah, for me he, he's at least there for the next three games and potentially potentially longer let's move on then to the uh the final game of the game week before we get on to um discussions about our team and then potential moves and obviously it was a game in which if you've got him most of us would have captain pope i saw quite a few people bringing in the likes of Telemans, but it ended up being burnley nil leicester two
1: yeah i'm bloody glad i captain pope and didn't go red horse i had the choice yeah um don't get me wrong i was tempted to try and gain ground but i was more worried about losing ground so i went with the what would be the probably the biggest choice and uh went went for pope
0: yeah what 70 76 percent in the top 1k and it was it was looking even better um obviously it looked like they were keeping a, a comfortable clean sheet until vardy and madison came off the bench and changed the game but I think this sums up the uh the laughability of the old uh, man of the match sometimes as yeah, I would have given him it if they had kept a clean sheet, but I thought Vardy, even for the cameo that he came on, changed the game. Possibly could have been a great shout for it. And um I think we got lucky with the extra six points there as a, as captain.
1: Yeah, big big surprise for the man of the match, um for me anyway. Very um, much. But... Take it. Yeah, you definitely will. Um pleasantly surprised but i feel like i are gonna have to obviously hop off Veg fair course now
0: yeah yeah i think if you're on veg course that's um it's time to go mate <laughs> right then <Lord. laughs> <Did> you... <laughs> right let's quickly uh jump onto our teams then before uh we get into the discussion about where we're gonna go and who we're gonna load up on so um i think this week was another reasonable week it was one of those that There doesn't seem to be a lot of movement, but when there is, you know, you gain kind of fifty odd places. For me, I got seventy five in Team One and seventy seven in Team Two. So Team team One jumped up to. It it was all right. Team One jumped up to just above one k. So that that, since overhaul, Team One's done well. It's jumped up four hundred and fifty places, and this is the one that I've still got eighteen transfers left. So I feel like I've I've got the transfers in hand. I just don't know where to use them. That's, that's the biggest thing. I'm hoping that I can maybe push on, whereas Team 2 has got 14 left. I still think it's a good number at this stage, and that's at six 600. So, um, yeah, I think I'm mainly targeting some mini leagues now. It's, it's out of the question that I'm probably going to finish the top 100, so we'll move from there. Fair enough. How about
1: you? Uh, team 1 fell down a bit. Um, so fell out of the top 500. It's now 607th. It got 49 points. oof Yeah, oof, 20 jeez. of those 20 of those from Kulisevsky. Um, wow, obviously, obviously, none from Alexander Arnold and Van Dyke. So mm-hmm. I will have those two there waiting. Yeah. Um, to hopefully hurt some people. Yeah, I'll double. <laughs> uh, Bowen, Tielemans on four, Bre- Breuer on four. I've got Solar obviously as well. Um, yeah, it just wasn't great. Um, I've got 14 transfers in that team so similar to your yeah. team in terms think, of position I think,
0: I think they're in a reasonable spot with 14 we can push on from there Yeah yeah, and I've I've got
1: like captaincies covered and stuff yeah. uh, most of the time and most of the players I'm happy with, I don't think there's one player I actually dislike really, uh, maybe arguably Bruno because of the fixtures and I'll probably end up moving him on yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm actually quite happy with the players. Oh,
0: nice. Team
1: two did a bit better. They got 68 points, and I think it's sort of roughly maintained rank. It's 111 and that has 15 transfers. I've got um, so Pope, on, Pope on 16, Prowsey on 8, uh, Son on 20, Cancelo, 7, Kilman, four pointer. Obviously, I can. Probably what I'm going to move on is probably Veghorst and Bruno. Yeah. Um, one of those will definitely be a Chelsea defender. And then I'll either go somewhere else or I'll get another
0: one. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> it's good. And that, that that team there, I think it's in a great position. Um, are you in any cash leagues with it? I am. Ah, uh, thankfully,
1: that's the team that I entered in the cash leagues.
0: Nice. So you, you'll probably uh, be on for a decent little hole there, mate.
1: I am... Just try and see how far I am off the top 100. I'm. Uh,
0: Can't be uh, far. So
1: 2408 is what I'm on. I'm three points off. There we go. There
0: you go. yeah, it's nothing, mate.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, the cash leagues. I'm rooting for you. I'm, I'm not too far off. 26 points. Oh, nice. no. More. 20, 27. There that's, we
0: go. Again, that's a captaincy at the end of the day. Yeah. now ah, good man. Um, I think then um, we should maybe take a look at the uh, the fixtures because we, we've got some questions in as well. Um, yep. Most of them are regarding Chelsea defenders. And I think I had a feeling that would be the, uh, the topic of the week. It's what everybody's discussing. Golden Goal Fantasy Podcast, how many Chelsea players? Julian Wardle, my default plan was to move to two Chelsea defenders. What do you think? Laporte to Rudiger and Bowen to Vardy could be a differential, maybe to make up some ground. Wouldn't, wouldn't say no to that but I think it might be too early for Vardy um, and then Kippy, Pete Corley, uh, Sky question, how big are you loaded up on Chelsea assets? I'm thinking at least two so I think it's only right we uh, we discuss that James
1: Yeah um, so I think you need at least one um, if you can, Yeah. why not go for two, if you're feeling brave you could go for three um, I feel like you're probably going to have to target defence. I don't... Maybe you could get in a, a Mount or a Havertz if you're feeling sort of brave, but I feel like the better Sky picks are definitely the defenders. Yeah, agreed. For obvious reasons, clean sheets, tears. Um, we've seen how easy it is for Thiago Silva to hit pass and tear. He um, could do it in his sleep. Um, so he's very appealing. Obviously, Mendy, if you can... Af- got a bit of money you could move Pope to Mendy I think that's going to be a popular move
0: yeah I think that would be um, I think obviously the annoyance is the fact that Chelsea play on Saturday now if you've got an injury an injury in your squad then I think it's quite obvious jump onto Chelsea because obviously it's Burnley um, Saturday and then you've got Norwich on Thursday and then the following game is Newcastle at home that's that's three great fixtures um, for Chelsea defensively I would not be surprised to see three clean sheets there for instance um, for me I've got Carl Walker in my second team the one with 14 transfers now I'm I'm bidding him off I don't even care about the fact that City play Man United um, on Sunday because he's already been dropped a couple of times um, this was supposed to be the player that's banned from the Champions League um, so you know he was nailed for the premier league oh how we were slightly <laughs> wrong um and yeah he obviously rested against um everton as well so i think he's gone um I don't know. Yeah, yeah i'm just going to jump straight to rudiger and then i've got a decision to make whether i move either laporte or trent probably to a second chelsea on thursday because we get to see the lineup in my other team it's a bit more of a predicament because that that team's got five at the back I've got 4-3-3 in me on the team. So I'm a bit stuck. Um, I either have to take a punt and move on, say, a Laporte and a Trent to get two. Or because the issue is the fact that Broyer, I've got him. He plays Newcastle on the same day. I'm not going to move him on. I'm definitely not moving Keanu Salah on. So it's the wrong time for me to move Broya. Defensively, the time for me to do it is probably after sunday the 13th against watford so that's that's why really... i
1: would i'd i'd move the port yeah
0: i think it's i'm going tough-ish,
1: to toughish games coming up um chelsea fixtures are much better yeah and if there's no other way of getting getting there then might have to be him
0: yeah it's very likely that i go for one or two on thursday and it could be you know that i see the the lineups on thursday for instance and broya doesn't start which would shock me but if broya doesn't start i've got the money and i've got 4 million in the bank in this team i've got the money to go broya straight to Thiago silva for instance so that'd be obvious if there is a player that's missing out you can you can jump straight onto someone else but yeah i think it's tough and a lot of people are talking about bowen i mean if you've got four, four in midfield it's not a bad time to move off of bowen to a chelsea defender um There is the opportunity, you know, in April to go back to him and the fixtures get a bit better. But it's Liverpool, Villa, Spurs, the next three. I don't think it's great. Um, You get, you know, is it what, three? Is it three for one at the moment for, uh, for Chelsea? If you obviously include the potential captaincy as well. Yeah, and then obviously they play on the same day, Sunday the 13th of March. But if I have a Chelsea defender, I'll be captaining them on Thursday against Norwich. You'd expect Tier and a clean sheet, and you're talking minimum ten points there. If you've not got him, and if you aren't going to go any Chelsea, I think you could potentially take quite a big hit in this one. Yeah, yeah, agreed. It's tricky. I really need to sit down. Um, obviously, now that we've got the FA Cup games out of the way, hopefully the Everton Boreham Wood game um, goes the way we expect it to do with um, Everton <laughs> winning. Uh, I bet Boreham oh, Wood. Oh mate, if Boreham Wood win it, <laughs> fuck me. But at, at least we kind of know what's in front of us. So um, yeah. tomorrow I intend to sit down with uh, Ian Sky Planner and um, properly have a look at me fixtures, me money, and uh, see where I can move the funds because there's inevitable chains that are coming up, you know, a Pope to a Debravka, Debravka to Ramsdale kind of thing um, that are going to be quite popular moves. And I want to really get my head around them before we pod next. Yeah, sounds good. All right then. Well, um, I think it's come to that time, James, probably around... Uh, half an hour hopefully it's been some uh, decent insightful listening for you guys and um good luck with the forthcoming game week so as always it is a goodbye from me and goodbye from me cheers guys